Well, praise God. If you have your Bibles, open your Bibles to Galatians 5, uh, verses 22 through 26. And we are, um, well, I've been ministering on the fruit of the Spirit. And, uh, you know, we, we're discovering that the fruit of the Spirit is basically, it's the fruit of our recreated spirit. And, um, and, and these are what I call godly attributes that every Christian should be walking in. Amen? And so and we're going to read through this list. And I, I like this because, you know, I, I don't know about you, but as a Christian, I want to walk in a full blessing. I want to walk in the blessings of God. And to do that, you're, you're going to have to walk in the spirit. Amen. And so, you know, to walk in the blessing of God, you have to walk in the spirit of God. And um, his spirit motivates us. Number one, his spirit should motivate us to walk in love. Amen. Amen. And so that's the real key. So in Galatians 5, 22 through 26, it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience or long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Amen. So this is the Apostle Paul. And really, he contrasts walking in the flesh to walking in the spirit. And walking in the, in the flesh is, is walking in everything that's not good. Amen. And so we want to walk in, in the spirit. And just a little recap. You know, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, I, I talk about this probably every, every week. I want God's peace and his joy full throttle in my life. Yes. Amen. Uh, how, how many people want more peace? Amen. How many people want more joy? Yes. And I want it full throttle. I, I want the fullness of God's peace yes. and God's joy in my life. And that's really, that's the fruit of the spirit. And really, uh, you know, the, 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 the fruit of joy is produced. Really, I believe this is when a lot of people think the fruit of joy is produced when we get something. And that's really great. I love to be blessed. But really, in God's kingdom, the fruit of joy is produced. God downloads his joy, not when we get something per se, but when we give something. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? When we give something out of ourselves... To be a blessing to somebody else. There's something about God that he will just drop down joy in our lives. Amen. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Whenever you're able to do something good for somebody. When you have the uh, ability to do something good. There's something, there's a good feeling that's dropped down in our hearts. Amen. And so a lot of times we're seeking joy, but we're trying to get joy instead of give some joy out. And when you became, become a blessing and you give out to produce joy in somebody else's life, are, are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? What happens is joy comes back to you. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? So, I, I, so, so really, the key to joy is, is giving out. We know this in Luke 10, 17, because the disciples were sent out to, to preach the kingdom of God. Somebody say, I'm a preacher. You know, a preacher is somebody that proclaims. You know, you, we're, all, you know we're all supposed to be testifying 
of how good God is. And we should be talking about the goodness of God wherever we're at. Amen. In other words, we should always, the Bible says we should always be ready to give a, a, a defense for the, the reason why we live for Jesus. We should always be talking to people about the goodness of God. And guess what? If you start doing this, your faith is just going to go higher and higher. Listen, listen, if you want to walk in, in, in the, 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 the attributes of God, you got to walk in great faith. And to walk in great faith, you got to start bragging on God. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? So brag on God. And the more you do that and the more you, you, you give out. By, by, by helping and, and, and doing something for somebody, God's going to download that, that joy. So, so he sent the disciples out. And the Bible said they went out, but I don't know how they went out. Hopefully they went out with a good attitude. But the Bible says when they came back, the disciples were full of joy because they were excited that the kingdom of God was working. In other words, they were praying for people. People were getting healed. People were getting delivered. People were getting... In other words, the kingdom of God works. The gospel works. I'm telling you, you work the kingdom, it will work for you. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so they were excited that the devils were subject to them in the name of Jesus. And so the fruit of peace is produced, so the fruit of joy is produced when we give out. The fruit of peace is produced when we give it to God. Amen. Because I'm going to say this, have you ever been stressed out? Have you ever, you're thinking about the problems, you're thinking about the issues, and what you're doing is you're, 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 you're meditating on those things. Amen. That's, what, that's how you get depressed because you're thinking on the wrong things. You need to think on good things. You need to think on God's promises and not the problems that you, you are encountering today. And when you focus on, on, on giving it to God, somebody say, somebody say this, let go. Sometimes we just got to let go. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Because the enemy wants us to, to hold on. But what you got to do is let go. Are you, are you, sometimes you just got to let go of that offense. Let, let go of what that person said to you. Let go. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You just got to let it go. Just, just let it go. It, it, it's not worth keeping you up at night. Just let it go. And if you, if you learn to let it go, you're going to walk in more peace. Because it says here in 1 Peter 5, 7, casting some of your care... Casting all, casting all of your care. You know, it reminds me of this story of this lady that came to a pastor and she said, she said to the pastor, she said, I, I need some help. And he said, well, what do you need help? She said, I want you to agree with me in prayer. And he said, okay, what do you want me to agree with you in prayer for? She said, can you agree with me in prayer that God just takes away half my problems? You know, just half of them because I can handle the other half. You know, and the preacher said, no, I can't agree with you on that prayer. He said, why not? Because God wants to take away all your problems. He doesn't want you handling half your problems. I can handle the other half, you know. No, 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 no. No, God wants to handle all your problems. Are you listening to what I'm saying? In other words, you've got to give it to God. And some of us think, oh, God, I got this. Have you ever, have you ever started a project and you didn't pray before you start that project, and you said, I got this. 
I got this. I remember my brother John, he, he, he works on the car every once in a while. I've given this story before, but since he's sitting here in the audience... I'll go ahead and give it once more. And, and so, you know, he, 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 he works on cars, you know, I mean, part, he's a part-time mechanic. He's not full-time. I don't think he can drop an engine or anything like that. He might be able to if he watches YouTube. But, uh, but he was changing his oil that one day. And I remember he was under that car and he couldn't get that oil that, you know, you have to change that, that little oil filter. Thank you. Out, I don't know anything about cars, but anyway, and he's trying to get that, and I hear a banging, bang, bang, bang underneath the car, and I don't know, but he couldn't get that, that oil filter off. I mean, he tried, it ripped, it ripped, the oil filter ripped, and it was still stuck in there. I'm telling you, I think it did, did it rip? Yeah. And I'm telling you, I, I, you know, he was saying, bless God, better than saying other words, amen? And, uh, but uh, he was keeping it clean, and, uh, but he finally got it off, but I don't know if he prayed did you pray? I, but, but, but I don't know if he prayed before he started the project. And I'm going to say this, that if you're going to walk in the peace of God, get God in your equation. Cast your care on the Lord and then let go and let God. Amen. I love that. And so, so that's the key to walk in the peace of God is to get God in your equation. To, to walk in the fruit of patience. We've talked about patience. And you know what? I, I, I'm not a... Man, I'm working on my patience. Anybody, anybody in here working on patience in here? And I'm telling you, it's a fruit that has to be developed. It seems like I hit every traffic light, especially when I'm in a hurry. Anybody in a hurry and you just hit every traffic light? It's like every traffic light. And it seems like they're taking like five minutes instead of two minutes. Like I said to my wife, this traffic light's taking way too long. She says, it's two minutes. I said, I wish I had the button that the, that the police officers use. They can push that button and it turns green, you know. I wish, or the ambulances. I think they can. Do they have a button? Is there a button? I don't know. Maybe they do. I think they do. They might. Or they just go right through it. Amen. And so it says here, the fruit of patience is produced when we hold on to our confidence in God. In other words, sometimes we got to let go and other times we need to hold on. And there are times where we need to let go of what's ailing us. We need to let go of the circumstances. We need to let go of the situations that don't look right. And other times we need to hold on. What do we need to hold on to? We need to hold on to the unchanging hand of God. We just need to hold on to God. And when we do that, and we believe that there's going to be a better day. In other words, what you may be encountering, you may, may have some dark days you've been dealing with. But I'm going to say this, the sun's going to rise tomorrow morning. And it's going to rise Tuesday. And it's going to keep rising up. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? In other words, that God is faithful. I love what it says in Hebrews 10, 35 and 36. It says, do not cast away your confidence. Which has great reward. What is the devil trying to get some of us to do? He's trying to get us to throw in the towel. He's trying to get us to quit. He's trying to get us to let go. But, it, but here it says, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance. Uh, you have need of patience. So that after you've done the will of God, you may receive the 
promise. Amen. And so, so these are our, our keys. The fruit of kindness we talked about is that it's produced when we help somebody in need. Amen. I'm telling you, there's something about just, just being kind to people around us. I, I, I preached on this. The fruit of kindness, I really believe, opens the hearts of people around us. When we're being kind for, for a reason. The, the, the reason why we want to be kind to people is because we want to always point people to Jesus. The only reason why I'm kind to people is not because I have my own kindness that I walk in. No, it's God's kindness because God's been kind to me. Because God has forgiven me. Because God has, has let go of some of my mess ups. That, that God has allowed me to have some do-overs. Has God allowed any of you to have any do-overs in the house today? And I'm telling you, it's because God, he forgives me constantly and he, he, he shows kindness to me when I don't deserve it, that, that I should show kindness to people around me. Amen. And so we need, we need to learn to show kindness. And this is something you've got you to gotta work at. It's not easy to walk in kindness. It's to, to help somebody in need. It's, it's always somebody else's problem. Are you listening? Oh, that's somebody else's issue. I was, I was watching this uh, testimony of this man. He's a young kid. And uh, he, he, uh, he was on this TV show. He, he got on TV over it. And he was a, a mechanic, a young, young boy, a mechanic. And um, he saw this car that was, that was on the side of the road. It looked abandoned, but, but he saw a person in it. And, um, and uh, I don't know if it had the hazards on or whatever. So he pulled over, he stopped, and he looked in the car, and the lady was slumped over. And so he just got in the car, and he started, um, uh, you know, he listened. She, she looked like she was out of it. And he started, you know, doing CPR on her. And he was doing CBR, the compressions and all that. And, he, and the thing was that it revived her. She got to the hospital. It saved her life. And the thing is that she, he didn't know how to do CPR. He saw it on a TV show. And he was just doing the beats just, you know, on a TV show that he saw. And, uh, and he said he was even doing it wrong. <laughs> Think about that. And now he's on this TV show talking about it. And, and he said it would be what anybody would do. I don't think so. <laughs> So, I mean, you see somebody laid out, sprawled out, slobber coming out of their mouth. Somebody else help that person. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to give them mouth to mouth. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? <laughs> uh, can, does anybody know CPR here? <laughs> you know? Amen. I mean, you know, and if you are certified and I fall out, you may... Have, no, I won't go there, but... <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm saying? But, 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 but this kid did what he knew what to do. And now, he's, now, now he, he doesn't even consider himself a hero. But, the, but people are calling him a hero. That lady is alive today. You don't know what good act that you do can change the destiny of somebody. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I love what it says in Ephesians. You know, you're not just saved for yourself. You know, you, you, the Bible says that, that we are God's workmanship, Ephesians 2.10. We're created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And this is the thing. This young man, I, he didn't really mention anything about God. And he, he may not have Jesus in his heart, but he has a heart of kindness. 
how much more should we have a heart of kindness? Are you listening to what I'm saying today? So, so the fruit of goodness uh, is another fruit that we talked about. And the fruit of goodness is produced in a believer's life through submission to the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Uh, in Galatians 6.10 it says, Therefore, if we have opportunity, let's do good to all, especially those who are in the household of faith. So, so the fruit of goodness is, is us doing good. Amen. It, it, it's being motivated by God's word to do good. Now today, I'm going to talk to you about the fruit of faithfulness. Faithfulness. Amen. And faithfulness, I believe, is the bedrock of God's blessings. But not only that, faithfulness is a connection. I really believe this is a connection to success in any endeavor in our life. Has anybody ever been faithful to a diet? Has anybody ever been unfaithful to a diet? I'm going to start out, I'm going to do keto. By the end of the week, you're eating Twinkies. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, you, 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 how many people, you know, we, we want to get faithful. I'm trying to get faithful to, to, to keto, you know, trying to eat right. And, you know, but keto, you're supposed to eat the fats, right? So Twinkies should be all right. No, we won't go there. And uh, so I'm going to go paleo, and that's where you can add fruits, and they say that's dirty keto. That almost sounds like a bad diet, dirty keto. Oh, I won't go there, but are you, does anybody know what I'm talking about keto? In this, it's, it's ketogenics, it's that your body can start burning fat instead of sugar. And so, so, so the problem is with faithfulness, a lot of us are faithful to the wrong things. We're faithful to our bad habits. We're... I'm faithful to my bowl of cereal at 11 o'clock at night before I go to bed. You know what I'm talking about? Anybody like that bowl of cereal? Anybody, any cereal people in here? Anybody know what I'm talking about? I love cereal. Glory to God. Any cereal people in here? I'm talking to the wrong crowd here. But it's healthy cereal, right? It's healthy. All right. Captain Crunch, it's healthy. <laughs> Are you listening? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. So, the fruit of faithfulness. So, we don't want to be faithful to the wrong things. That's what bad habits is all about. It's being faithful to the wrong things. But what if you became faithful to the right things? What if you became faithful to God? What if you became faithful to your spiritual walk in God? What if you started walking right with God? Like, 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 like not just on Sundays. Not just Sunday morning. What if you started worshiping God like, like maybe like every day? <laughs> what if you started, what if you started putting, getting faithful to God? Amen. In Proverbs 28, 20, it says a faithful man will abound with blessings. So, so we, we, we need to learn, understand what, what faithful means. And actually faithfulness, it, it means it's two things. Number one, you may be surprised. Faithfulness is a conviction about something that deals with believing something from the heart. It's a conviction that leads us to some sort of continual action. Think about that. So, so, so faithfulness is a conviction that leads us to some sort of continual action. In other words, faithfulness, the word faithfulness really means you're full of faith. Faithfulness, you're full of faith. If you're full of faith, 
towards the things of God, then, then you believe, what you're believing is, if you really believe, you believe God and you believe his word. You believe what his word says. If, if you really truly believe God, that, 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 that seeking God produces something, the Bible says in Hebrews eleven six 6, that, that, that God is a what? A rewarder of those who what? Diligently seek him. Now, if you really believe that scripture, that God wants to reward you, that God wants to bless you, then you're going to be a diligent seeker of God. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? If you believe that, I believe that. Because I'm telling you, I believe that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so, 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 so faithfulness is being full of faith and your faith is what you believe that, about God and what you believe about God is everything that's going to, that's going to, that's going to affect how you live this life. I believe the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I believe that. So that's why you're, hopefully you're in church today, because God wants to give you some desires. He, there's some desires that has been downloaded in your heart. See, listen, I was never meant to be a poor man. I was never meant to be broke, busted or disgusted. Uh, no, I, I, I'm not meant to be, to live in debt. Debt is not a part of Pastor David's equation. How about you? Amen. I mean, God doesn't want you in debt. He doesn't want you in poverty. He doesn't want you barely making it or just barely making your bills. No, God is not a God of just enough. He's not a God of, of less than enough. He's a God of more than enough. He wants you in there. He wants you in the overflow. He doesn't want you tapping the reserves. And too many Christians are trying to tap the reserves. They're, they're getting on their knees and begging God to help them. When, when really, God has already done everything he can about your situation. He, he did it through the cross of Jesus Christ. Jesus paid for your healing. He pray, paid for your prosperity. He paid for your life. It's all set. We just need to walk in it. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? And so, so we're talking about faithfulness. Amen. You know, as we explore faithfulness, and it is a continual action. Faithfulness is a continual action of what you believe. If you believe seeking God, that there's going to be blessings that comes from seeking God, it's going to happen. The blessings are going to start running after you and overtaking you. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? God will start doing things. Hebrews 11:4. I love this. This is called the Hall of Faith. And these are Bible characters. And, uh, 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 and these Bible characters are people that walked with God. And they were faithful. And the first Bible character in the Hall of Faith is Abel. And it says, by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained a witness that he was righteous, God testifying about his gifts, and though he, and, and through it, he being dead, still speaks. So we see here that the Bible records that Abel gave his very best to God. And, and, and God blessed him. And, 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 you know, even though, listen, you know, Abel has an eternal name in the word of God, in the Bible. The Bible is eternal. 
The Word of God is eternal. And, and you have Abel in the eternal Word of God. And God is commending Abel for his faithfulness and giving his very best to God. Amen. And the question I want to ask you today, you know, are you giving your very best to God? Are you faithful in serving God? Is God first in your life? Are you faithful in putting God first in your life? You know, it took me many years to do that. Now, now, you know, one of the ways that we can be faithful is, 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 is giving our tithes and offerings. That, that's a way we can be faithful to God. And, and, and really, that, that is really the key to your financial blessing. Because the Bible says that, listen, if, if, the Bible says by the measure you give, it will be measured back to you. So, so, so by the measure you give, it'll be measured. if you give zero, then what's going to be measured back to you? Zero. Are you listening to what I'm saying? By the measure you give, and, and I like the tithe because it, it, it's, it, the, the tithe is the tenth part of your income, and it should not be on the bottom. That when you get your paycheck, that should be the first thing. We should be faithful to giving God our tithe. Amen. And why is that? Because God wants to bring a blessing into our lives. God doesn't want money having us. And so if we have this idea that the money's all ours and we work hard for it. No, God gives us the ability. He gives us the, the strength. He gives us the favor and the grace to work a job. Really, in a sense, we owe God. In a sense, we owe God. God owns everything. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He owns it all. But he gives us an opportunity to, go, to, to give back to him what he has given us. And when we do that, he can open up the windows of heaven. He can pour out those blessings. And some of us are blessed. Don't get me wrong. You, we, we got givers. We got tithers in here. But, but, but God wants to bless you even more than where you're at. If you're not in that area, he wants to bless you. So it says here in Malachi 3.10, it says, bring some of the tithes, that's right, into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour you out such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. See, see, this is where I want to get at. I want to get to the point where God is blessing me so much, I don't have room enough to receive it. In other words, there's so much blessing coming into my life, i got to give some more of it away. I want to I have that overflowing blessing. Anybody, does anybody want to be in that crowd? I want to be in the overflow crowd. I want to be in the, the blessing crowd. Well, well, God will do that as, you, as you're faithful to giving to him. He said he will open for you the windows of heaven, pour you out such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive, and I will rebuke, I love this, rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall your vine fare bear fruit in the field, says the Lord of hosts, and all the nations will call you blessed, for you'll be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. And so this is a real key right here, because if you really believe that God wants to prosper you, then you need to get into his prosperity plan. And how you do that? Through, through, through tithes and offerings. 
And you know, I proved this out. God has blessed me. He has opened doors of grace for me. God is still doing awesome things for me. But I've seen my father. And my dad was a tither for so many years. But my, my, my dad was all, no, nothing. He never lacked anything. Not only was he a tither. I found this out about my dad. He was a giver. I found out that he would give to people that were in need. When people asked him, he was just a giver. My, my mom was telling me about my dad. And, and I'm telling you, and, and he lacked nothing. He seemed like he never worried about finances. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.